Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, a sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. I am here to recap my football game from Friday night. I was out at Prestonwood Christian to cover Prestonwood versus Houston St. Pius X, a rematch from last year's TAPS Division I State Championship game. Top two teams ranked in taps. You could say, I mean, yes, pound for pound, this is the biggest private school game in the state during the regular season. And um, this one very much lived up to the billing. Your final score was Prestonwood 57, St. Pius 48. Um, you know, sometimes two teams are just destined to make magic with each other. Um, you know, this is the second time that these two teams have played within the last nine and a half months. Um, I've, you know, mentioned many a time that last year's game between these two teams was was the best game that I covered last season. A, just an absolute thriller for the TAPS D1 State title down in Waco. A game where Prestonwood erased an 18-point deficit, came back and won 42-41. to um, You know, nine and a half months later, very, very anxious to see what was in store for the rematch, considering how much continuity there was between these two teams. And um, like I said, yeah, sometimes two teams are just destined to bring out the best in each other. And at least through two games between these two teams, um, you you can very much make that case because when you um you know if you just simply take away the uh, you know the state championship backdrop from that game um, in December between these two teams. You can make a case this game, the rematch was somehow better because you had, um, I mean, yeah, it, it bore a lot of resemblances to last year's game, um, except the, uh, you know, the tables were nearly turned on Prestonwood this time. Um, you had Prestonwood building up a, uh, you know, a two score lead um, and then St. Pius making a furious charge in the second half and even snagging a lead in, um, you know, within the final three minutes of the game. Um, and then you had um, the one thing the last year's game missed, though, was that last Last minute, just touchdown drive of uh, just the end all be all touchdown drive. And sure enough, you know, despite all of the parallels from last year's meeting to this year's, the one person, the one thing that, uh, you know, was not uh, that was not present last year that very much made its presence felt was that of Prestonwood quarterback Dylan Cadwallader. Um, by this at this time, you know, back in December, Cadwallader was coming off a breakout junior season at Frisco Wakeland. He um, he had since obviously transferred to Prestonwood. Um, I don't believe he was at the game in Waco. If he was, he was simply in the stands. Otherwise, he was most likely back here in Frisco. So a player who had absolutely nothing to do with last year's thriller between these two teams winds up making uh, you know perhaps the biggest impact of all as um, Prestonwood is able to commandeer a game-winning touchdown drive. They score with 19 seconds left in the game to take a 50 to 48 lead on St. Pius. Um, you know, St. Pius tries a lateral drill um, as time expires to see if they can muster a uh, you know a spot on the uh, the ESPN top 10. It ends up going uh, nowhere except back 
backwards. Prestonwood recovers a fumble in the end zone to make it a two-score game. So while you might see that final score and think, oh, Prestonwood won, you know, one by two scores, this was no. This this game was a was an absolute thriller down to the wire. So um, so let's talk a bit about it because yeah, there was a lot to this game. Um, you know, being there last year for that game in Waco, obviously that game and just the wild narrative surrounding it was was obviously very uh, very omnipresent as I'm watching Friday's game unfold. And yeah, I mean, you could not have, I mean, you had to feel for, um, as awesome as it was to see Prestonwood, you know, do what it did last year in a race, a, a three score deficit in just a little over a full quarter and win a state championship off of that. Obviously that took an emotional toll on St. Pius who had that, that state title right within its reach. Um, so, I mean, nine and a half months later, they have a chance to, um, you know, there's no way to ever fully exact revenge unless it, there's a state championship at stake. So while a win Friday would not have, you know, entirely erased the sting of last year's game for St. Pius, it would have it would have at the very least gone a great ways towards, you know, mending that wound because A, you're getting to A, you're, you know, you're getting a chance to avenge that loss, but you're also doing so on the road. Um, and I mean as far as just scripting away for St. Pius to potentially exact revenge on Prestonwood, man, they could not have asked for a uh, for for a better possible game script to line up for them. Um, they were, I mean, they were behind the eight ball all game long. Prestonwood led by as many as sixteen points in this game. Um, at the half, they were up thirty to fourteen, and then um, you know things started to uh, you know the, the I mean the offenses traded scores for most of the second half, and then with about six and a half minutes left, you had. Dylan Cadwallader scoring on a seven-yard touchdown run um, to make it 44 to 35. And right then, at least from my vantage point, just with the way that both teams had been playing, you kind of felt like that might be enough for Prestonwood to officially, you know, hold off St. Pius for good. Um, still, obviously, there's plenty of time left, but I don't know. Just just the way that both offenses were moving the ball. You felt like that just might be, uh, you know, that might be enough time for Prestonwood to withstand any last-ditch heroics by St. Pius. Well, as it turned out, I was dead wrong. St. Pius responded just about, uh, just a little over two minutes later with a 34-yard touchdown pass from Grant Gunnell to Caleb Ducros. Um, some nifty footwork by Ducros along the sideline to elude a pair of uh, a few defenders for Prestonwood, create a, uh, an opening for him to just dart up the sideline for a 34-yard touchdown. And that made it 44-42. to Prestonwood with um you know with three minutes fifty eight seconds to go so still plenty of time and then things get wild on the ensuing kickoff um St Pius which was very aggressive with the onside kicks um, they attempt their third onside kick of the game and then I guess the uh, cliche goes third time was the charm because sure enough they recover it <laughs> and um they um, they immediately get set up in Prestonwood territory um and they've got a chance at um like I said they're just down two points so they can go one of two ways here they can either try to stay true to that passing game that was their bread and butter all game long or maybe they try to burn some clock well the result was was they um they actually needed just four plays to find the end zone um grant gunnell throws his sixth touchdown of the game uh this one finds trent wagner for 19 yards with 239 remaining for a 48 to 44 lead so right there when i say 239 and you factor in just what prestonwood's offense had done up to that point the question now becomes okay, did you leave Prestonwood too much time? Because if there's one thing now that looking back on that game that I think St. Pius might, you know, might kind of rue in hindsight, it's that they, um, 
they maybe could have made some of uh, some better use of that clock um, because they weren't they weren't backed up into a uh, into a pressure situation on that touchdown pass. This was a second and eleven from the Prestwood nineteen. Um, still plenty of time to chew some clock. Now the run game the run game wasn't there for um for either team for the most part on on Friday. You know the St. Pius averaged just one point four yards per carry. Prestonwood was right around three and a half three point nine somewhere in that range. Um, but nevertheless, St. Pius's passing game at times throughout you know throughout Friday that basically functions as a uh, as a run game in some standpoints because they're I mean their quick strike passing game was just so proficient especially early on in the game where I mean Gunnell would just drop back and then the second he plants his feet the ball's gone and he's got a receiver you know for about five to six yards so I mean that essentially functions almost like a uh, like a run in some scenarios so I mean there were enough options there where if St. Pius wanted to run down the clock and give their kicker a chance at a game-winning field goal like I said they were down just two points so a field goal does it and I mean they Prestonwood only had one timeout I believe so they had a chance to really put the screws to Prestonwood and um, you know give them a very very small amount of time to work with Instead, they um, they eschewed that, you know, ended up going for the uh, for the home run, and they got the touchdown with um, with two thirty nine remaining. Um, and then, uh, you know, afterwards talking to head coach uh, Chris Cunningham over at Prestonwood, I mean, he said straight up, like, we just wanted to get the ball back. We were concerned that they were going to leave, that they weren't going to leave enough time for us, and they were going to kick a field goal, and we wouldn't have enough time, you know, when we uh, if we got the ball back. Um, so Prestonwood, you know, was able to make good on that uh, on that time. They uh, they end up going down the field and. 220, and this was a um, uh, just a, a drive that had Dylan Cadwallader's fingerprints all over it. I mean, this was uh, both quarterbacks had um, were, were the show <laughs> this game. I mean, you had uh, just an absolute battle between you know two of the uh, two of the absolute best in the private school ranks. Um, and Cadwallader had some has some spectacular throws um, all throughout the night. There was one though that uh, that really kind of stuck out on that last drive that. You could say just based on the circumstance was, you know, perhaps the the throw of the game for him, and it was um, it was on third and nine. Um, they were still back on um, you know, on their own side of the field, but third and nine, and um, he's able to uh, maneuver enough in the pocket, steps up and evades a, a you know, evades a, a couple pass rushers, and was able to fire one to Josh Cunningham for a 16-yard gain to move them to. I want to say that move them to the uh, you know, to this. Uh, the Preston was 47 yard line. Um, so, I mean, just a, uh, just the timing of the, uh, of the, of the throw, just the, what he had to do as far as evading the pass rush. I um, mean, just a very, very clutch play made by the, uh, by the Prestonwood quarterback. And then right there, you know, it's like a, it's, it's like a second, a second burst of energy for them. They immediately get down, get downfield with a couple more completions. One to Riley Wilson, another one to Josh Cunningham. And just like that, Prestonwood is in the red zone at the St. Pius 50. Um, Cadwalder is able to, um, you know, get outside the pocket and buys enough time to rip off an 11-yard run to bring the Lions down to the St. Pius four. And this is now inside the final minute. Um, they haven't taken a timeout yet, so they. Uh you know they decide to uh, take two shots into the end zone um, on a couple fades. One to Austin Stogner on the left sideline, another one to the right sideline, and then with um, you know with right around 24, 25 seconds left, they dial up the uh, the play of the night. 
and that was a, a four-yard touchdown run by Cadwallader with um, that gave Preston Wood a uh, you know a fifty uh, a fifty-one to forty-eight lead with um, with nineteen seconds left. A very very well-designed play. Um, you know you had um, this was my first look at the Preston Wood offense under their new offensive coordinator Shannon Purcell Purcell who was um, you know who took over for um, for a long time OC Stephen Greek who's now off doing his thing as the head coach at Argyle Liberty Christian and you definitely notice some uh, some different schematic wrinkles out of uh, out of Prestonwood under uh, under coach Purcell and um, this one play here just felt like something that I, I'm not sure I'd seen it in the Prestonwood playbook in prior years but um, you know what they did is they sent Josh Cunningham in motion and then um, right as the snap goes Cunningham passes right by Cadwallader Cadwallader fakes a handoff to Timothy Taylor and then you know whether it was a zone replay by design or whatnot but he keeps it Cadwallader keeps the ball goes off left tackle he has to split a couple St. Pius defenders he got a good block from um, from Austin Stogner who pulled over to uh, to take out one of the uh, you know one of the St. Pius defenders to help uh, take out one of those guys and um, Cadwallader is able to uh, get uh, St. Pius defender is able to outstretch and get a hand on his on his foot but not enough to uh, you know to bring down Cadwallader who rumbles into the end zone for a four yard touchdown and um, yeah Prestonwood's got the uh, you know got the uh, you know the 51-48 lead with 19 seconds left crowds going wild um, you know the following series Saint, like I said St. Pius tries a lateral drill that um, that ends up just going backwards and it ends up being recovered in the end zone by Preston Woods Braden Ridenauer for the uh, for the for the uh, 57 to 48 final so I mean just some uh, some awesome awesome theatrics over those last couple minutes something that um, was not necessarily there um, you know in last year's meeting between these two teams you had Preston would get that lead with uh, I mean I forget the time now but they still had a few minutes left and then they just had to burn clock the rest of the way and there were some some great clutch plays I recall by Wiley Green and Josh Cunningham to help preserve enough time to help burn enough time off the clock to preserve that win um, but Preston Wood really um you know had its uh it had his feet put to the fire there on that last drive. This is not a, a situation that Prestonwood has yet had to face this season, having to stage a uh, you know a, 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 a massive and important fourth quarter drive like that, a go ahead fourth quarter drive. So, hands down, the most pressure packed drive of the season, and kind of as had been the theme all game long. Um, whichever offense essentially had the ball last, you had to like their chances of being the ones that dealt the final blow because neither team was able to consistently slow. You know, slow the other team down, and you know, Coach Cunningham had all the faith in the world in his offense when they got the ball back. You know, two thirty nine had to feel like an eternity with some of the uh, with some of the proficiency that Prestonwood was able to exude on the offensive side of the ball. And Prestonwood backed up their head coach's assurance and staged their uh, you know their biggest drive of the season and ended up just dealing another tough tough blow to St. Pius. Um, this was. This game had it all. I mean, the, you know, even though the finish was obviously the uh, the story here, you had, um, I mean, the you know the three and a half quarters that prefaced that, uh, you know, that wild finish was very much reminiscent of last year's game, except kind of with the uh, you know with the tables turned. Whereas last year you had um, St. Pius. You know, leading most of the way on the strength of a of a handful of big plays, you had you had Prestonwood essentially returning the favor, and it was them who uh, you know who fed off a, a number of big gains in the in the first half on both sides of the ball to um to open up a, a two score lead at the break. Um, Prestonwood had three touchdowns of at least twenty four yards in the first half. Uh, the defense had an interception and they forced two turnovers on downs. Like I said, St. Pius played very aggressive in this game. They were very much aware of the. Uh, of what they were up against and just the proficiency the Prestonwood had, and they uh, they did not take that lightly. They did not play conservative in the uh, in the slightest. 
but you know, Preston was able to uh, to capitalize early on. They had a number of uh, of big plays to really you know kind of assert themselves on on offense. You had Austin Stogner opening up the game with a 29 yard touchdown pass uh, from Cad Wallader, his first touchdown of the season. He had a great game. Um, just a side note on Austin Stogner, he was um, like I said, this was my first time seeing Preston Wood all season long. So while you go into a game expecting that Austin Stogner is going to have a very very prominent role on offense, he's one of the uh, he's one of if not the top tight end recruit in the nation. Um, you know, committed to, you know he's committed to Oklahoma. I mean, he's as good a prospect as you'll find in the in the country. And you know, you expect you know what he's able to do on offense. He's a, a walking mismatch. He's you know six five six six, just an absolute handful for any opposing defense. This was, however, the first time since I believe his sophomore year that I had seen Stockner used prominently on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, he, he he played a lot of defensive end as a freshman and as a sophomore, and sure enough, he was right there on the uh, on the in the trenches for Prestonwood on defense, and he played just about the entire game. There was not there were not many snaps, and he was not on the field. And I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was as impactful a player as any on Friday on both sides of the ball because not only was he heavily involved in the in the passing game, but he was. Um, I mean, he was right in the uh, in the St. Pius backfield just about every time. Every just about every snap, it felt like. I mean, he was overwhelming the uh, the St. Pius offensive line and had a number of uh, of quarterback pressures on Grant Gunnell. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Stogner had a, you know kicked off the game in a big way. You had uh, Solomon Turner who was. Um, you know, committed to Baylor has also been a standout on both sides of the ball as the as kind of the captain. He and Verdell Edwards captaining that uh, that Prestonwood secondary, uh, but Turner's doubled as a as a big play threat. Um, for Prestonwood as a receiver, he had a 24-yard touchdown catch in the uh, in the first quarter, and then Josh Cunningham on a uh, just a total coverage breakdown by St. Pius. He had a 52-yard touchdown catch in the first half, and Prestonwood was in. Uh, I mean, Prestonwood was in great shape. Um, you know, heading into the break, they were up thirty to fourteen. The offense scored on five of its first seven possessions of the game. I mean, they looked like very much like last year with how uh, St. Pius seemed to be the offense that had the uh, the big play punch working in its favor. Prestonwood seemed to be the team that was very much um, you know <laughs> feeding off of that in the first half of Friday's game, and then. You just, it, just your classic tale of two halves because St. Pius, you know, which was, again, St. Pius scored just 14 points in the first half. And that is, I mean, considering the proficiency of that passing game, I feel comfortable in saying that that is hands down the best passing attack in taps. Just when you factor in just how much of an impact Gunnell makes with um, with his ability to extend and you know extend plays in the pocket and just how difficult he is to bring down, coupled with just I mean they've got four or five receivers that can punish you. Um, I mean it is it is an absolutely nightmarish offense to deal with and to hold them to 14 points in the first half I mean that is a massive massive victory for the Prestonwood defense um, you know St. Pius obviously woke up quite a bit there in the second half they scored um they scored touchdowns on five of their first six drives of the second half um, the seventh being that uh, that last you know the last second lateral play so I mean, I'm not even going to count that they scored on five of six drives in the second half and um as I just mentioned, a lot of that is just a testament to um to Gunnell and just how difficult he is for any opposing defense to handle. So for those who have not seen Grant Gunnell play, I mean he is 
I'm not sure exactly where he ranks, but I know that he is, in fact, um, if he's not number one, you know, ranked in the state as far as pro-style quarterbacks, he's got to be right up there, and I'm sure the same, he carries the same standing, um, you know, rank nationally. Um, He has a very, kind of a Ben Roethlisberger-esque vibe to him when I watch him play. I mean, he's he's an absolute load to handle physically. He is six foot six and 222 pounds, and I mean, Prestonwood got a pretty consistent pass rush. It's not like Gunnell had just all day to work in the pocket. I mean, he was having to evade, I mean, two, three defenders most of the time, but one one pass rusher is never going to be enough to bring him down. It takes an army to record a sack on this guy. So, I mean, the job that he did extending plays with his legs and buying time in the pocket, I mean, there were times when, I mean, he was getting eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 seconds to operate. And I mean, St. Pius has so many proficient receivers. They have one of the top receivers in the country in, um, you know, in wideout Jalen Curry. And then they've got some others like Chase Lane, Trent Wagner, Caleb Ducros, who was, I believe he was, when I saw him last year again in the, in the um, you know, against Prestonwood, he was used mostly as a running back, but he was, I mean, he was as effective a receiver as any that they had in, um, in Friday's game. And if you're just a defensive back, I mean, you can only cover receivers for so long. I mean, because the, the issue with Prestonwood wasn't necessarily coverage. There weren't, I mean, they, I mean, I did not see many, you know, many, if at all, you know, any coverage busts on Prestonwood's part, but the simple matter is, if you're having to cover a receiver for 10 seconds, eventually, they're going to get open at some point. So, the fact that Gunnell was able to buy as much time as he was in the pocket, that just kind of made everything go for, um, for St. Pius in the second half, and I mean, his accuracy was on point, and I mean that's how they made you know that's how they made Prestonwood pay was just by Gunnell buying time, and eventually he was able to find a receiver open, and um, and yeah, and they made they made Prestonwood pay. You know, they scored 34 points in the second half, and um, and much like Prestonwood did last year, they uh, you know they, they 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 nearly staged some heroic comeback and were able to nearly turn the tables on Prestonwood in their own, on their home field, but uh, Dylan Cadwallader on the offense uh, had other other designs and what a uh, yeah just what a spectacular game by these uh you know by these two teams um some stats from this game you had uh let's see um you know both teams combined for uh just overall i mean you look at that final score that's you know that's what 105 total points between these two teams well above the 83 from last year's game uh from a sheer yardage standpoint you had a total of 1037 yards between these two teams 552 for saint pius 485 for Prestonwood. Some individual numbers. Um, you know, Prestonwood's offense. I mean, let's yeah. I mean, Preston, I mean, this the, the the show of this game was the uh, was the quarterback position on both sides of the ball. Dylan Cadwallader, who for the record was just named the Built Ford. Uh, tough Texas high school football player of the week for his five touchdown performance against um, against Argyle Liberty Christian last week. He he was better than that on uh, on Friday against St. Pius. So I don't know if there's a, a repeat in the word if it's possible for a player to repeat win that award. But um, nevertheless, Cadwallader finishes his night going 27 of 41 for 438 yards. He throws for four touchdowns. He has a couple interceptions, um, but he's also the team's leading rusher. Um, I said it wasn't a big rushing rushing night for um for any for anybody on either team. You know, Cadwalder finishes with just 28 yards rushing, but he does have two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, including that game winner 
with um with 19 seconds to go. So um just a a great game for him. My first you know my first opportunity to see him play in person. And much like uh, much like Gunnell, um you know Cadwallader's ability to extend plays. Um, I don't know if he. I'd have to go back and check my numbers. I don't know if I don't believe he got sacked during uh you know during that game on uh, on Friday. And sure enough, he had plenty to plenty of credit to divvy out towards the um towards his offensive line afterwards. Um, but yeah, just his ability to extend plays by time and pressure would do as some pretty stout receivers in their own right. Um, they were able to get open and I mean just led to a very very productive night through the air for the Prestonwood offense. Um, you know, said Cadwalder was their leading rusher with 28 yards receiver wise. I mean they had I mean Josh Cunningham had eight catches for 166 yards and a touchdown. He had a couple massive grabs like I mentioned. He had a 50. Uh, he had a 52-yard touchdown in the uh, you know in the first quarter, and then later on in the second quarter on a uh, on a coverage breakdown, he had a uh, I want to say a uh, uh, another 50-ish yard gain that uh, that set up a touchdown to Riley Wilson. Um, I mean, yeah, just a a great night for him as you know both running the ball and receiving the ball. Austin Stogner had uh, had seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Solomon Turner four catches, 87 yards and a touchdown. Some standouts for St. Pius. Um, you know there. <laughs> There are very few teams that you could say are definitively pass first in Texas high school football. St. Pius is one of them. They threw the ball almost 60 times on Friday against Prestonwood. Grant Gunnell goes 43 for 59 for 506 yards, six touchdowns, and a pick. Um, you know, that's I mean, 73% passing essentially. I mean, just what a what a game for him! Much like Cadwallader, he was um, he was St. Pius's leading rusher with 56 yards on 17 carries. And then, whew, some of these receiving numbers for St. Pius are just nuts. Like I said, they've got you know four or five guys that can really punish you through the air. They had four receivers that caught at least nine passes and had at least 90 yards receiving on on Friday. I mean, these numbers are just insane. You had um, Chase Lane led all pass catchers with um. He had 12 receptions. He had 152 yards and one touchdown. Trenton Wagner, 10 catches, 119 yards, three touchdowns. Caleb Ducros, uh, 10 catches, 116 yards, a touchdown. Jalen Curry, nine catches, 90 yards. Just, I mean, just some absolutely eye-popping performances from a statistical standpoint on both sides of the ball for these teams. And hey, you know what? It's just this was just a non-district game, so ultimately it, uh, you know, it doesn't you know carry any weight towards a district championship or anything like that. But as far as um just laying some groundwork for potentially later on in the postseason, I mean, hey. I was there for these first two games between these two teams. Hey, you know what? I'm all for running it back in uh, in December. We'll see if the stars align to where these two teams are able to uh, to meet once again for the Taps D1 State Championship. And if so, I mean, yeah, if you've if you've seen either of these first two games, you know that you're you're going to be in for a fun one. So that's um yeah, that'll just about do it. What a uh, you said what a what a game. Very rarely do you get to see a rematch. Um, in any sporting event that lives up to the hype and perhaps even exceeds it, this um, this game had everything. Just what a what a spectacular game by uh, by Prestonwood Christian and Saint Pius the Tenth. Two teams that uh, just can't seem to help but bring out the best in each other. And that will uh, that'll do it for this edition of the uh, of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. A rapid reaction on Prestonwood Christian's fifty-seven to forty-eight victory over Saint Pius. You can check out my game story as well as stories 
news from all of the other fun stuff that we covered on Friday night. You can check all that stuff out at starlocalmedia.com. In a minute, I will have some uh, some video highlights uploaded from that game as well. Um, a fun one, folks. Great game. You know, a, another game of the year candidate between these two teams. They never disappoint. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all for checking this out. This has been Matt Watch with Star Local Media signing off. Folks, you enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.